here we are back again at the Chris How Williams do- show with your host Samuel Hur. What are we going to talk about today? I um, have no clue, but I do want to say this because on on last time we talked, yeah, we were talking about friendships and stuff like that. Yeah. And I really wanted to give like a shout out or like when you you asked me the question of when was the last time you reached out to someone or something like that? Yeah. And I had an example where I didn't reach out, but a friend reached out to me. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was like such a great example. And for some reason, I don't know why I just completely blanked on it on the spot. Yeah. But what ended up happening is one of my best homeboys, Kenny, um, he calls me up on Christmas Eve and he asks what I'm doing because he knows I usually don't do anything. And I say, oh, I'm just I'm still in Santa Barbara. I'm just chilling. And he's like, wait, what are you doing? It's Christmas Eve. You can't spend Christmas Eve by yourself. Like, get your ass over to my place and celebrate with my family like we do every year. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, nah, I don't want to. I'm comfortable. Plus, that's like, you know, gas money that I don't want to spend, blah, blah, blah. He immediately goes, I just Venmoed you $40, so shut the fuck up and just start driving over here. And I was like, damn, all right then. Like... (laughs) Yeah, fuck. <laughs> if you're gonna do that, then shit. I'm on my way. my arm. <laughs> I guess I'm coming. You know. Yeah, but you know, I just really wanted to like, you know, like those are the kind of friendships I feel like I tend to have with all my friends. Yeah. And I don't want. I don't like to think I take them for granted, and I really try not to. Mm-hmm. And I, I want all my friends to understand that I truly appreciate them. And whenever they make effort, like any type of effort, because I know effort. You know, I just appreciate any of it. So. Any way you show it, I appreciate it. Thank y'all. Wow. That was a PSA from Sam. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. I'm glad you were able to address that. I'm glad that, that was important. Um, I think the last time we were talking from that conversation, there were a bunch of like many things that we were like, oh, we could talk about this next time. We can talk That's about this next true. time. That's true. But I can't remember what any of them are right now. And it's kind Neither of Neither can I. I guess, you know what? Like, I feel like an easy gimme topic that we can talk about that's just like we can put like an easy like hashtag on it mm-hmm. or like you know a grabbing title is dating after college how it works what it's like get into the mind of two young single postgrads and see how they are dating or Actually, in my case not <laughs> i guess yeah i guess, I guess if we talk about dating we might as well talk about like dating overall I guess, mm-hmm. and, and our experience in dating, mm-hmm. because... Well, I, like, I feel like for this, it's going to be more you, because during college, post-college, pre you know, whatever time of my life, not a lot of dating experience, you know? Just very minimal, very minimal. So, um, I guess it'll be more about me interviewing you or my lack of dating. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess. But, um... I would say, well, no, I still would say, say you still have experience. It's just a little bit different than the experience I've had. Mm-hmm. But um, I think that's where it comes down to it because I think we're similar kinds of people. Mm-hmm. And I think I've actually been thinking about this a lot. But it's difficult because so much of my experience is characterized by interaction with people that are not my same age uh-huh. on average, which is very weird. Mm-hmm. And um, it same. makes things kind of complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, but essentially, I guess... It's been really interesting actually listening to Call Her Daddy. Shout out to uh, Alex and Sophia. I'm a huge fan of the podcast. If you listen as well, good for you. You're awesome as well. <laughs> Hashtag daddy gang. But um, what's really fascinating about listening to that podcast is they're 
explaining their circumstance and their experience in life as it relates to their sex lives. Mm -hmm. But it's so interesting because they're characterizing an experience of dating that is so vastly different than the one that I have or the one that I want to have. (laughs) And it's so that's part of the fun, I guess, but also kind of the craziness of the circumstance. Like I would say they're very much so is a game to dating, but there are varying degrees by which you can play that game. And like, on Call Her Daddy, they're playing the most thorough, the most advanced version of this game. <laughs> yes. Um, like with, with the mind games and the mm. and the all over the place. I don't know. It's just it's – a, it's a lot and it feels like it's really fun but it doesn't seem particularly sustainable and it's not really – it's not super transparent, um, which I guess for me I feel like the foundations of the circumstance. And so mm-hmm. hearing – them talk about it and then see my experience it's really it's it's just really fascinating because yeah, i feel like for comparatively us and especially for me like we don't play the game at all especially me like for me i'm just too fucking dumb to play the game i whew, you know mm-hmm. I, I i literally can't because you're talking to a boy who can't catch signals who can't who doesn't know social cues or any of that kind of stuff so like mm-hmm. like the only way i can go about life is just being directly honest to people of hey you like me i like you you want to do this no okay you no. know if anyone was to try to like i know like if anyone wants to play like a little bit hard to get or coy with me i immediately just take their like word for it, like oh you don't want to do this okay fine bye sorry for bothering you yeah you know it's like i i feel you too like i think i think i tried to approach like the dating scene with a lot of transparency and like mm-hmm. honestly honesty i wouldn't say necessarily directness per se um but for for me it comes from like a place of respect i guess like i have i've only grown up with girls i like i you know it's me and my mom and my sisters and my mom raised me in a very particular way that focused on like you know just respect of just people in general mm-hmm. but um uh, I feel like a particular kind of respect is I feel like I'm a representation of what I hope is something that my sisters um, will look no less than for, I guess if that makes sense. Like the way I treat people or, or, or women mm-hmm. or the way I would prioritize somebody who is important in my life, I hope that my sisters would expect nonetheless of what I display. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm setting an example in that sense. And um, I just want the experience to always be super positive. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel the necessity or really the function of like playing the game because to me that just seems like a like a waste of both of our times at the same time it feels like you play the game to be sneaky and to kind of hook up more and like part of what's sexy about the game is that it's like this like cat and mouse and when the mouse when the cat chases when the cat catches the mouse it's like that's banging and it just feels great i guess to accomplish that like Mm -hmm catch and chase uh-huh. but um that's just not not the experience that i have and so it's fascinating to think about why i think well for us it's we're kind of we're like a little different in that regard just because for us as you said before we don't really associate or converse with people our age mm. for me we are and like you, we strictly converse with people that are either younger than us Mm -hmm. so we're around like 24 25 and we either speak with just because we live in a college town Mm -hmm. we either talk to people that are like 20 21 maybe 22 at the oldest but they're like seniors in college 
or either that or I'm talking to people that are like 28 to 30 having kids or or like they're like 28 30 their life is established they're see, they've been seeing someone for a while now they typically have they're like on their way to getting married or already married with kids or so on and so on and the very few people that I know that are with like in my dating like not my dating realm but like with my age Mm-hmm. within like that's like maybe 26 or like maybe like 23 is far and few yeah so like that i think that really changes the way we date and we meet people because at least i feel like for you and me like 95 percent of the way we meet people nowadays or we mm-hmm. go on dates is through dating apps and that's because that that's the only way we can really meet people our age yeah for me my work setting is they're either most of them are just way older than me well not way older than me but they're just Mm -hmm. like you know as i said like 28 or up there are few people that are within my like age like within like that are a couple years older than me or a couple years younger than me but very few people have the majority of my company i feel you 100 percent. and the nature of my job just doesn't allow me like the opportunity to really interact with anyone older than me unfortunately for the most part so actually, that's one of the things I'm really excited about, about hopefully clenching this new role is the opportunity just to be in a space with more people who are around my same age or going mm-hmm. through a similar experience. Um, but that being said, even so, it's still kind of difficult just because I guess you have like, a. it depends on your approach to the circumstance mm-hmm. and whether or not you're, you consider time to be wasted when mm. something isn't successful per se. I mean, and I think like if you if you think time is wasted, then it feels like a journey that you don't want to embark in because it seems like the odds are against you for the most part. At the same time, if you don't feel like time is wasted, it, it's super fun to just go out and meet people, you know, hang mm-hmm. out. Perhaps somebody thinks you're attractive, you know, it could go it could go anywhere, but it depends on like how open you are to the circumstance. Mm-hmm. But even then, it's still I don't know, kind of annoying. <laughs> no, yeah, I feel. I mean, for me, I I don't feel like it's a time wasted. For me, it's just hard to get to the point to meet up people. Yeah. Sorry, excuse me. No, you're good. Because as I said before, I'm primarily meeting people through dating apps, mm-hmm. and to get to meet people in dating apps, you have to message them, mm-hmm. and I am horrendous at that. Yeah. They always initially seem to be like, "Oh yeah, I'm down to meet up," like from a week from now, whatever, and with the expectation they'll get to know me in that week. Yeah. And then me just being a dumbass and, you know, being who I am and not paying attention, being being on your grind. Yeah. And being a terrible texter and not being able to really show emotion or excitement through the messages a lot. Mm -hmm. Then like when it comes to it, they're like, you know, as I said to the, like the person before where they're like, I feel like I don't know you. I'm scared. It's going to be awkward. I don't want to waste my time, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, like everything that you said. Yeah. Or vice versa. If, they message me and they happen to talk about a topic I'm super passionate about. Like for instance, mm-hmm. some uh, last time in a dating app I talked to someone, they said the most wrong statement in my opinion, but yeah. like it's pretty fucking true. And it said, and if you if you ever believe this statement is true, you're just fucking wrong and li- live with live with it. Know that, okay? In their statement, it said Friends is the best TV show of all time, and I was like excuse me friends is not even the top three 
Get the fuck out of here. It might be like top ten. You're insulting the vast majority of Caucasian America. I you don't understand give that. A fuck. Dude, yeah. I just. I just. Can want I you just to, say? I just I... want you to know. Just be whoa, whoa, prepared whoa. for their wrath, bro. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Caucasian America. Let me tell you this. The vast majority of Caucasian America supported slavery. <laughs> whoa. Okay. Okay. I don't so, know. I don't know. Let's let's see how let's, let's see where that got you. I don't know. I don't know if those are two groups of people with which to uh, associate so closely right now. Um, I I personally see your joke, but uh, could be a little problematic. Just a teensy weensy bit. I mean, um, I'm never one to filter myself. But, but again, again, care. again. No, no, I'm not saying you should filter yourself. <laughs> but just. Just be aware that the vast if I get backlash from it, I'm gonna get backlash from it. Who okay. cares? Anyways. I'm not gonna read the comments anyways. <laughs> okay, continue. Um, but like, and I'm like, whoa, not even top three because you know, not even top three of our generation. Maybe top three, but I'm like, mm-mm. first being like, the best three te- TV shows of our generation that I can think of is The Office. For me, this is personal. So how many your mother and I can see Wait, how not a lot of people be aware you're digressing heavily right now. Okay, sorry. Yeah. The office, how many your mother, and Parks and Rec or Scrubs. And what does it have to do with dating apps? So but like so when she said this, I came in, you know, with you know, with the energy that I just brought up right now. Yeah. In the text I said, I literally was like, Whoa, 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 blah, 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 you know, da da da. And so wait, your first message to this girl was just shitting on her? Yeah, basically. You're like, yo, this opinion of yours? Fucking that. Yeah, fucking okay. wrong. That's you know? some big dick So, energy, like, okay. I'm either, like, I feel like I'm either, like, doing too little or too much, but ultimately, I, I'm, like, I'm not going to change my reaction. Okay. Fair it enough. just makes it harder, and I accept that. And I'm yeah. okay with that. I'm just, like, okay, that's just how it is. Yeah. Um. But, yeah. But, like, so with me, I just don't really ever play the middle ground that i feel like most people have to when they're doing this yeah i'm just like i don't care i'm gonna come out the way i come out and it usually i think is for the worst but i think in the long run it'll probably help me meet people but it'll like it'll get me to meet people that i'll enjoy more yeah that way just because if i'm honest and candid with you from the get from the get-go and you can handle it then they can handle it and i'm assuming the people who can handle it are the people who are candid and honest with me from the get-go nice that's a good thing mm-hmm. i don't remember what the point was that, be- that began that statement i don't know we, we should honestly have like a second recording so when this happens we can like just rewind it to see what we talked okay. about like scroll it down we can just like edit that part out this is uh bear with us as we uh figure out these technical difficulties <laughs> yeah. we'll be back on top in just a moment um but that being said you know again we Long story short, we have to interact with people who aren't our, our age, mm-hmm. and I feel like that game is also played at a younger age as well. Yeah. Like I think, oh, actually, that's where I wanted to go. Yes. So I think what's funny is that what's weird I think is that out of the last couple people that I've talked to or mm-hmm. been talking to, mm-hmm. the oldest of them uh-huh. is twenty three years old, and I'm twenty five. So this is already a weird. Well, like, it's not a weird situation, well, but I, I just wouldn't say not that's typical. Like... No, I wouldn't say that's not typical because I feel like typically, I might be wrong here, but isn't it a thing where like, I feel like there's still kind of a thing where like a lot of females don't like to date people younger than them. 
Is that's that a true. thing? Is that a thing? I, I feel th- like that's I've, a thing. I've heard that. I mean, there's right? there's some wishy-washiness in there about how yeah. girls are more mature but than I boys feel like or when, something along those lines. When, like, we're on a dating app, for the most part, I feel like, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong here, ladies, but is it is it a hit on a guy if you see their age and you're like, oh, they're cute, blah, 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 they seem chill, and then you see their age and they're like, ooh, but he, is, is it like, is that is that a reaction that females get or, like, y'all get? When be like, oh, but he's two years younger than me. Is that is that an actual thing? I don't know. I I'm not a female, so I don't know. Formal poll for the maybe maybe one person listening to this. (laughs) What do you think? The one female. Um, but uh, because that might be it. It's it's definitely interesting. But I I will say like in in the the playing of this game, I think that's what's fascinating, is that. It almost feels like. I mean, not to not to toot my own horn by any means, because I very much so have a bunch of shit that's fucked. But um, I think like I have most of my shit together, you know. Mm-hmm. For the most part, I I work, you know. Mm-hmm. I have a job. I have a home. Mm-hmm. I have things that I like. I have things that I enjoy. I have things that I own. And you know, life is pretty chill. I'm living comfortably. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for like especially younger people or the people that I've been interested in recently, it's almost as if. And I'm not saying that the rest of my personality is perfect by any means. I'm sure they could be irritated by my major and minor character flaws of mine. Mm -hmm. But it feels almost as though because I have my life together, Mm -hmm. um, that I feel like counts against me almost. I mean, it's like, and I think part of it has to do with um, the desire, I guess, for like a bad boy which nothing about my life communicates about me by any means not that I can't be a bad boy mm-hmm. but um <laughs> uh if you were to just simply view my life from a third party pov you wouldn't come to the conclusion that this person is particularly dangerous and yeah. or threatening and i think that's definitely something that's like attractive that kind of works against me at the same time that being said um, I feel like maybe it makes it a little more rewarding, I guess, kind of in comparison when somebody does like is is into mm-hmm. that and that presentation. For example, um, as I've mentioned, like all the things that are in the background of this room, whether they be toys or posters or or action figures, whatever, are all things that I've owned for for quite some time. And um, they're all things that I always have like in some kind of display somewhere because I really like to. Uh, present things about myself and I'm a big advocate for order but um it's interesting how people respond to it kind of you know like some people instead of seeing it as like me simply displaying things that I'm interested in some people will consider it as too extra or Mm -hmm. or quote-unquote not childish but nerdy or or geeky or so on and so forth um in a in a bad way but i would say like almost subjectively everything that's back here is a it's pretty freaking cool (laughs) um in all kinds of cool ways in such awesome ways that can start conversation you know like again Mm -hmm. like you you i think one of the cool things that i really like about my room and normally like my spaces in particular Mm -hmm. if like if i am somewhere often 
you can very much so walk into that space. And if you know me, you're like, oh, this is definitely Chris's space. And if you don't know me, there's so much you can learn about me just from looking at my space. And it's all like very descriptive things. It's not just like, oh, he likes the color blue. It's like, oh, this seems like a show that he's really, really into. Or he seems to really thoroughly mess with this idea or this concept or thoughts about this or so on and so forth. And um, I think that's really cool. Mm-hmm. And so I find it like so interesting that I feel like I don't interact with people who perceive it that way mm-hmm. often. Um, at the same time, you know, maybe I'm just looking in the wrong places. You know, I but also I feel like it's just been so consistent that it's like, wow. It also just might be that way because of the area where we are. Exactly, and you know, I can't like that. as you said, we're a lot of people that we're seeing that are like probably like seniors or juniors in college. Um, you know, they I I don't know what I can say. I'm, I don't know what going on there in their heads yeah. but um i feel like for the most part also also just the location what a lot of people in santa barbara are looking for mm-hmm. is not really us i would say <laughs> or like not That's... us like when i say like not us i don't mean like what i more mean by is like what they hold to be like their own personal not their personal values but like what they want in a person i feel like the majority of people in santa barbara like the type of person that they want to date or see is we don't really fall into that genre or category type of male that what you what you just said i think would is a great spawn of a different conversation about insecurity because i feel like i hear 100 percent exactly what you're saying mm-hmm. just because you know the fact that Zarek is the only black employee uh-huh. that I've ever been a coworker with uh-huh. uh, in the very long time that I've been here mm-hmm. is kind of crazy. Whereas I feel like you know you see, <laughs> I mean, for you, I feel like you like yes, you are more ostracized in the racial component, but mm-hmm. I think in the social component, I'm more ostracized. Interesting, how so? Just for just because of the fact that I do not drink and I don't smoke, mm. and that's such a huge part of the community yeah, yeah, and culture yeah. here. We were talking like, about that the other day, actually. You know, so I feel like for me, I feel super limited. Me limiting. I feel super limited talking to people. Or like trying to meet up with people because I feel like most people their go to is like let's go to a bar. People like think that because they're, they're like I can take a couple of drinks, I can loosen up. Mm-hmm. You know, if it goes wrong, I can just dip out to another bar, just go clubbing and meet another guy there. Yeah. Or like just go out with friends, blah blah blah, mm-hmm. whatever. Since I don't drink or smoke, I don't ask them like to go to like club, like meet people at bars or gather drink. I'm always saying let's get coffee, like walks on the beach or like i feel like let's do something that's not debaucherous yeah like my my i feel like my options is significantly more limited than most because like as i say here i feel like most people here when they meet up with people or like the fun thing to do here is to go to bars wineries breweries Mm -hmm. etc etc that kind of thing yeah and that's like a huge chunk that i'm missing out and even when i'm like swiping on girls or picking girls I'm conscious of that fact because I I'm aware that I don't do that. So if a, a a person seems a little bit too eager for those kind of activities, I I swipe whatever the direction is. No, I think I think it's left. <laughs> that I swipe left on them 
that that I I, I see well, where you're coming just from. Just because, like, for me, it's not that I don't think I can get along with them or we could be fun or anything like that. Yeah. But I'm just saying, if that's what you like to do for fun, and all that stuff, when we first meet, uh, if we first hang, like, I don't want to put a damper on that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't want to go through that awkward phase with someone that I don't really know. I don't want to put someone through that. I and I don't want to go through that myself, where they're just like, oh. If drinking such like a big part of the life where they love going to the bars or clubs weekly or like you know every weekend and I'm just not gonna do that that's a big significant part of their life slash experience that they're partaking that I can't take with them so why would I inject myself into someone's life where I'm missing such a big chunk out already I mean, and I can't like partake in that part of their life I see where you're coming from I but I feel sense. like it still comes I feel like it comes down to the comfortability each of you have in the other indulging for example like you don't have any problem with people drinking or smoking like in or around no you. i don't so like you could like if somebody wanted to still go grab a drink you could be there you know just mm-hmm. grab like a, a, but, vir- a virgin drink or whatever maybe if you want to spin what in, i'm but. saying is that i like i think a lot of people when i initially meet them mm-hmm. they get a little weirded out by it mm-hmm. like like for instance if i were to ask a girl out and say if i see they like to drink yeah. I'm like oh yeah let's we can grab a drink and if i'll go there and they were to get a beer or whatever and i'm just like sorry i don't drink i'm just gonna get a coke then they're kind of like why the fuck are we here anyways that you know what i'm sense. saying yeah but if they love it but if that's like if they love to go to bar they're eventually going to be like oh let's go to the bar and stuff and i'm gonna be like no i don't want to drink i actually don't drink then i feel like they're they're gonna feel constrained wait what's what does your bio say nothing about that i feel like my like it depends on which one because i have different bios for like different accounts it's a player it's mm. out here in these streets <laughs> hey. like like one of for hey, one of my hey. one of the apps hey, my hey. my bio is you know what why don't i just bust out my phone and read it i mean yeah you can't be careful at the table okay okay but okay. um uh, also i have to check my phone in, in a time period to see where Trev is at and when we're okay. gonna go to Desiree's. Okay, okay, okay. Um, how do you see your bio? Yeah, on oh, Hinge they don't go. really have a bio. Okay, for instance, like on Hinge, they ask questions. So like, this is the questions I chose. The one thing you should know about me is, and this is what I've said, I'm a dumbass. I'm terrible at catching hints or social cues. So just be straight up, please. That's one. Another one is, I'll brag about you to my friends if. You like me. The one thing I love to know about you is, do you like me? <laughs> that That's my hinge. Uh, what's my Tinder? My Tinder is honestly looking for someone to cuddle with while binge-watching Netflix. I feel like that might connotate a bit of a different meaning than you might think. Oh, but sorry. I don't know, dude. Your buyer literally is like, yo, I'm trying to find somebody to Netflix and chill. I don't know. I feel like, though, my pictures and my persona don't really, like give that vibe you're smiling so much because you're gonna go in there and smash some pussy bro (laughs) you know but um it is very wholesome profile and then my bumble is just looking for a cuddle buddy just looking for a cuddle buddy the one from kim possible or you it's a very specific reference but you know you know i can dig it but if they get it that's how you know they're a keeper or she is a keeper that's fair i was gonna say he i don't know why he but she's a keeper 
That's fair. And then if I can solve one world problem, it'd be world problem. And yeah, like if I can guest star on a show, it'd be how may your mother, my secrets go, recalling that one obscure memory from that one obscure time 15 years ago, years ago even though it had nothing to do with that conversation. That's my bumble. Nice. I would say that's a pretty good description of Sam. Um, but I don't know. So to take it back to like the overarching message, I guess if there is one, we really got, I think I'm going to start keeping a notepad so we mm-hmm. can like keep track of like our tangents and make sure to like, can, I'm honestly saying, bit. I think we should record it on our phone too, so that we can just rewind 10 seconds and then we can, that's how we can find Oh, just like listen again. Yeah. Like, just, wait, and then we can edit that part out of us listening. Perhaps. perhaps. <laughs> It'd be a pretty simple task. But yeah, I feel like, as I said, like the original point for me is just like, I feel like what my archetype of a human is, is just so different from the majority of the people, not only in Santa Barbara, just for like most people. Wait, what do you mean your archetype? Of like, you know, my archetype is me being like not drinking, oh, not oh, like smoking. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm That's not, I'm not like, I'm also not really like. You should look on um, Farmers Only. <laughs> yes. Just kidding. Farmers drink hella, dude. Yeah. You got to be out here fucking plowing shit all day. Mm-hmm. You're definitely going to go home and get wasted all the time. You know, sure. but like things like that. Also, I'm not one to be like, uh, I'm not one to really want to hit it and quit it. Blah, blah, That's blah. True. I don't, I don't play the game. I don't play games. Yeah. I'm just straight up. It's like, like hey, you want to hang out with me? Cool. Yeah. Like, you don't? Okay, for sure. Bye. <laughs> I'm not willing to go through hoops and stuff like that. So I feel like the type of people I can go out with or see are just so specific. Yeah. That no matter what, it's going to be harder for me to find someone. But it's not like, it's not a bad thing. It's just part of the adventure. And plus, I get to meet a lot of people on the way. Yeah. I think we might have to make a part two of this because the next thing I want to ask is kind of about, I guess we're going to just have a series on dating <laughs> because that's what it seems like where you get keep getting to. But, I mean, I feel like dating is such a big part of our lives right now, just because we're we're oh, at the yes, age. Yes, yes. We need to talk about the the necessity or the function, I think, of companionship at this age in particular. Oof. That's a larger conversation, but I guess we'll cut it for now. That'll be part two. And I also or, in, well, in, in, that, in that discussion, in that discussion, yeah, I guess this. Welcome to the dating series. I guess <laughs> um, in that discussion. Um, I also want to ask you, like, what it, what you think about, like, expectations or holding expectations of yourself for other or make or making concessions because you just were like, oh, I don't like to jump through hoops, like I don't do this. Mm-hmm. But like, what do you think? Or next time, I want to hear like what you would think would be reason enough to be able to change something or or focus on making yourself better. Don't answer now. Okay, okay, I won't. I won't. Next time, um, next time on Whoa, Chris, Whoa, Sam asks Chris. A stupid question. <laughs> no, uh, actually, funny enough today, I'm really excited because I have a really good idea for uh, this PSA video that I want to make, and um, that should be a lot of fun. Like once everything gets going, especially now that we have lights, mm-hmm. and um, John Bang is gonna come over this weekend, and we're gonna take some photos and do some other cool stuff. So hopefully, this is a good weekend. I'm excited about it. I'm glad we were able to record today. But otherwise, keep it fly. We'll catch you on the flip side, um, and have a fantastic rest of your day. See ya. Bye.